Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson and this is You Think? Today I'm going to talk to you about Who Do You Ask? Hmm, that's a stupid sounding subject. Who do you ask? I mean, there's a lot of things going on in your life and sometimes you want to get uh, somebody else's opinion. And so you got to ask yourself, who do I ask? Do I ask my deadbeat brother-in-law who hasn't had a job in, in 10 years? Or do I ask my smart sister who always does everything right? The Bible says in uh, Proverbs 11:14, uh, Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. 15:22. Without counsel... Purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Now, I, I don't know if that means you need a hundred counselors or ten counselors or five counselors, but I would guarantee you that if you are uh, a child of the Lord and you're obeying him and you're following all his rules, that when it's time for you to have a counsel, he will... He will uh, bring you to that place and establish that counselor for you. Uh, for example, you turn on this podcast and you say to, say to yourself, <clears throat> now here's a guy that coughs and sniffles and uh, has the fan in the background. The, the kids are going behind him. And uh, he's got this voice that is like nails on a chalkboard. Should I really listen to him? Well, let's ask yourself this. Should I ask that sweet, flowing, musical voice of the biggest corrupt con man there is for his opinion? You know, this, these are things you have to decide. But one thing you can decide is where do you get the best counsel? What is a proven track record? In my church, I have a thing where I say, now, we've been here for 15 years, or going on 15 years. Raise your hand if I've ever given you counsel. And I guess the whole church raises their hand. And I said, okay, now I want you to raise your hand if I've ever given you wrong counsel, which means it led to a disaster or a problem or it didn't work. Nobody raises their hand. I said, raise your hand if you're afraid to raise your hand. Nobody raised their hand. So I guess they weren't afraid to raise their hand. But the truth of the matter is this. For 15 years, I've been saying, okay, God, what's the answer to that one? And God gives me an answer, and I tell them, and it works out just fine. No problem. And so they could say, listen, I've been going to Pastor Jack for 15 years now. And his counsel is solid. So I think I'm going to stick with him on this one and see how it works out. Doesn't that make sense? Now, I went to a church one time. It was a, uh, I forget what the church was. But we went to some kind of function. Oh, I think I think one of my daughters was playing in, their, in one of their groups that they had. And this young lady sat next to me, and she's asking my, my opinion on something. And, and Lord knows I forgot what it was already. I forgot her name. I forgot a lot of things. But I remember the outcome. 
And she said, what do you think I should do? And I told her what she sh I thought she should do. And she says, no, that's not right. My pastor told me the same thing. Wow. <laughs> and I was glad to hear that because now I realize that she got the right answer and God just confirmed it. I, many people... <coughs> excuse me. Many people want to hear what you have to say. They really do. As long as you're saying what they want to hear. You understand that? People go around asking various people for counsel until they get in their head that you're agreeing with them. And once that happens, they say, see, this guy agrees with me. But that's not how counsel works. Counsel works when you go up to somebody God has led you and he tells you something you don't want to hear, and you say, I'm going to listen anyway, because I believe that's strong counsel. That's the way counsel works. That doesn't mean that he'll always say uh, something that you don't want to hear. Uh, he may just point you in a different direction or, or agree with something that you said. But whatever it is, your counsel should be based on surety. Now, as much as I've been on this thing, I don't know, 40-something episodes, I've never given anyone wrong counsel. So there's a, there's a way. Check back on your episodes and see if I spoke on that subject. Or write me an email at 7101 at USA.net and I'll answer your questions for you. That's without a doubt. And so you have to ask yourself, where does my wisdom lie? Here's another thing. Paul said about Timothy, he says, don't let anybody look down on your youth. Okay? In other words, just because you're young, that doesn't mean you don't have good and wise counsel. Uh, that's be that it, it even it means that even if you're young, you can lead a church. You can you can do things. So so don't let people look down at you because of that. But look at Paul. Paul was said to have a, a very weird voice, and uh, he wasn't somebody great to look at, and he, uh, probably annoying or something. And and people people today still swear like, well, they don't swear by Paul because they don't hear his voice. But, uh, you know, if you heard his voice, it might tell you something different than what you're hearing now. All right, my voice is raspy. My voice is, I don't know, loud, raucous, whatever you want to call it. But the words that I say are the words that I say truth. And sometimes you get the truth from the weirdest resources. For instance, Paul. Paul wasn't somebody to, to gaze upon. He wasn't a great orator. He says his speech was like stuttering. What about Moses? Moses' speech was stuttering. And so uh, you have to understand where your influence is coming from. Now, if you're taking your influence from your best friend, but your best friend isn't a Christian, and you are, where are you really getting your influence from? And even if he says things that make you feel good, where are you really getting your influence from? And the answer is easy. It's from Satan, no doubt about it. Satan will use your best friend. Now, I'm not saying your best friend is demon-possessed. 
But I am saying that your best friend can be used by Satan in order to give you uh, counsel that is ungodly. Yeah, yeah, many times people go in, they'll have trouble with their pastors. Oh, I don't get along with him. He never agrees with anything I say. Well, did you ever think that he goes home to his wife and says, you know, I had this one guy in my church, and no matter what I say, he always argues with me. You know, you got to look at that from both sides. You got to decide, am I somebody who starts trouble? Or am I a guy who takes in knowledge, takes in counseling, a wise counsel? Wow, that does it for me. Does it do it for you? Uh, Donald Trump was one of the, if not the greatest presidents of all time. And there was a reason for that. He was a businessman. And a businessman knows this. Pick your advisors and keep them close. Listen and know what they're saying to you and decide if their knowledge is good or bad. And that's what he did. He picked the right people. He fired people. He hired more people. He Until he fine-tuned his group to make things happen. And, of course, we saw what happened. Uh, the, the border crisis was no more. Uh, problems with China and Russia and uh, uh, they disappeared. He made pacts between Israel and then three or four uh, Muslim nations. So uh, we see that it works. And when it works over and over and over again, uh, you, you feel like you can trust him. Now, I'm not saying Donald Trump is a Christian. I have no idea if he is or not. I hope he is. I pray for him. And, uh, and I pray that his, uh, uh, his heart is for Christ. But we do know that he's been right more times than not. And uh, he has good advice. So uh, we, could, we could stick with that one pretty much. As for me, when I was a kid, I was a, I was a pain in the butt. And you know what? When you're a kid and you're a pain in the butt, you don't know that you're a pain in the butt. But you're just a pain in the butt. And I would have my teachers and I would question them. And, I, you know, I, I was big on questioning and, and getting answers. And a lot of times I, I, I think I had a feeling that sometimes they weren't doing it right either. But the thing was, I challenged everything. And after a while, people get tired of that. But then, you know what? I grew up in the Lord. And it took me a lot of years to do that. And then I started listening to people. But what is he saying? Why is he saying that? you got to ask, why are people saying that? I mean, if your wife tells you you're a pain in the neck, okay, ask yourself, why is she saying that? Am I really a pain in the neck? Well, we don't want to be a pain in the neck to our wives, so let's do something else. And so anything you do can be verified. It could be uh, judged uh, against proper behavior. You can change your whole life around just by going a little slower, asking a few more questions, surrounding yourself with good counselors. That's what the Bible talks about. Uh, here's one. If you were listening to me, You'd probably say to yourself, I'm, I'm not saying you probably will. I, you shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. I mean, God puts us in the weirdest positions. And somebody might say, you know what? This guy gave me the best advice I ever had. 
Well, but just think about this. You, you're asking two people their opinions. One is me with my voice and everything. And another one is Joel Osteen. Wow, you know Joel Osteen. You know, he's the guy that never met a guy that wasn't saved. Or couldn't be saved. Or he just was never met a guy that was bad. That, that God don't judge you by your sins. He judges. He don't judge you at all. He loves you and he just wants you to be happy. That's your main goal in life. Be happy. Joel Osteen's full of crap, by the way. Pardon my English. And, uh, and so you got two of us. Who are you going to listen to? Well, if you're sensible and you realize what a con man sounds like, you'll probably listen to me. But if not, chances are you'll listen to the wrong thing. So if you're, if you're young right now, if you're a new Christian and you find yourself disagreeing a lot, stop yourself, grab a hold of God's ear and say, Lord, show me where I'm wrong. I don't want to be that person. And on the other hand, if I'm right, I want to be right, Lord. And I, I want, you know, to know that I'm following your way, Lord, the right way. And so that's probably the best way of doing it. Follow God and ask for his opinion. There's other ways to get uh, answers to your problems. Uh, we've talked about it before. Fleeces. Gideon made a fleece. And uh, it was kind of weird, you know. He put down that little uh, mat of uh, wool and he said, God... And uh, let the whole earth be wet and the wool be dry. And then he said, God, let the whole uh, earth be dry and the wool be wet. And to me, that was that was a kind of a hard, uh, a hard thing to do, a hard fleece. Not that it was hard for God, but it was like almost like testing him. And you, you certainly don't want to test God. So, you know, you won't say, God, if you want me to have this job, let the moon collide with the earth. Uh, you know, it's ridiculous, of course. But you might say something like, Lord, the first one that calls me, that'll be the one you want. Wow, good fleece, easy to go by, and you just follow it. And I'm going to tell you something. God honors fleeces like that. God honors the fact that you want to know what he wants, what he wants you to do how he wants you to go. And he wants to bless you, but he can't bless you if you keep arguing with everything. So here's another thing about making decisions. We have been locked down here for seven days. Now, I personally think it was a political stunt to get us to not to go to church because the seventh day is the uh, Resurrection Sunday. You may call it Easter. Uh, that was the pagan name for it anyway. Uh, no, that was the pagan name for the pagan holiday. Uh, Resurrection Sunday is the Christian name for the Christian holiday. Anyway, uh, we have church on Wednesday night. We have church on Saturday. And, of course, we have church on Sunday. So I decided let's not do Wednesday night. Let's not do Saturday. Saturday is not an important day because we used to go door knocking. We can't anymore with this with this thing going on. So let's just leave it for Sunday and see what happens. There's my fleece, Lord. 
I'm leaving Sunday. I'm going to go out to go to church. And if I get stopped, well, then that's in the will of God. I really don't want to get stopped. I mean, it's Resurrection Sunday. We're going to have communion. I, I, I love the fellowship of the saints. And without it, I really feel dry. On the other hand, if that's what God wants, that's what he'll get. There's plenty of ways to determine what's right and what's wrong. Just don't make it in your favor. Don't say, uh, if you want me to have that job, I'll look up at the clock at exactly uh, between 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock and realize it's between 8 and 10 o'clock. I mean, you know, that, that's stupid stuff. But you can make a genuine fleece and God will honor it. And so, what is your fleece going to be today? How will you decide which way to go? Maybe there's a couple of people to listen to. Maybe you're going to have to ask God, which one should you listen to? You know, God doesn't get on a microphone to say, here's your answer. But a lot of times, he'll speak it in your heart. And when that person who's given you the counseling, who is also led by God, gives you that message... It hits your heart just where God hit it, and you just know that it's the right answer. You need to know the right answer? Call on God. At any given time, God will tell you what you need to know. And if he doesn't tell you what you think you need to know, then just wait. He'll give it to you. Anyway, that's our time for today. I pray that you have a great Resurrection Sunday. I pray that you're able to go to church. I pray that we're able to go. Play, pray for us that we're able to go to church. Thank you. And uh, and until next week, I'll see you. But I just want God to bless you and keep you. Rain sunshine on your head. And rain if you need it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Call me at 71 or, or email me at 7101 at USA.net. 710 one at USA.net. See you next time.